You are Locked On Sooners, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma Sooners. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Sooners Nation, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Lockdown Sooners Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for joining me. My name is John Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams, and you can read my work covering the Oklahoma Sooners over at the Soonerswire.com, part of USA Today. You can also check out the show on Twitter at Lockdown Sooners and on Facebook, Lockdown Sooners Podcast. And coming up on today's show, we got to get into our wide receiver preview. It's the most exciting position for me to watch. I love watching wide receivers. It's going to be a fantastic year for this wide receiver group. It's going to be a lot of fun if we're going to dig into the depth chart a little bit and talk about each of these significant wide receivers. Again, they go about six deep for the Oklahoma Sooners. But first, I got to talk to you about the Fantasy Live broadcast that's going to be coming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Do you have fantasy football questions you need answered before your draft? Don't miss Locked On Fantasy Live on Wednesday, August 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern, streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live or submit them ahead of time to at Locked On Network on Twitter. And like I said, we're going to get into the wide receiver preview. Last week, we did the quarterback and the linebacker positional previews. This week, we're going to do wide receivers and cornerbacks before next week, we'll get into the offensive and defensive lines. We're just 18 days away from the start of the college football season. We've got the two-lane green wave coming up on September 4th, and it's time to start getting ready. Like less than three weeks away, before we know it, it'll it'll just be upon us, and we'll be sitting down on a Saturday watching college football. It's going to be great times. It's going to be a great season. So let's talk about the wide receiver group. And it all starts with Marvin Mims. Uh, Per reports, he's going to be starting out in the slot this year. It's going to be a guy that's going to thrive out of the slot. He's an excellent route runner. He's very subtle in his moves. He's able to set guys up really, really well. And he can work to either side of the field. He's not somebody that has to work into one direction or run routes in one direction. He can run every route in the route tree. And he's going to be a really great option for Spencer Rattler out of the slot. He's a guy that can win down the middle of the field, uh, running the seam routes. He can win running slants. He, you know, We know that Lincoln Riley loves to run that kind of uh, that drag that turns into a post route um, for lack of a better terms, a drag post, I guess the one that kind of just comes over about you know two or three yards past the line of scrimmage. And then once he gets past the, the left tackle or so starts cutting it up field into that, that uh, skinny post or skinny, skinny corner um, route. And he's going to thrive in that situation. We know that Lincoln Riley loves to use Marvin Mims down the field. And out of the slot, it's going to give him some more interesting options. I mean, you start seeing more of those slot corners where, you know, they, they're running more of a it, – it's more of like a slot fade, I guess, is the best way to put it, where they're getting more room over to the outside after the outside receiver breaks in. It's creating more space for the slot receiver to operate on the outside of the field, where a lot of times the slot receiver runs that wheel route which is a good route and it can really throw defenses off, you know, off balance. But a lot of times it doesn't leave the receiver as much room to work toward the line of scrimmage as the, the slot fade does. And it's even more than like a traditional nine route or traditional drag route that not drag route, uh, go route that um, an outside receiver might run. 
a lot of times they don't get as much room to work with on the sideline as if uh, a, cor- a slot receiver is running that uh, slot fade route. And we saw him make a fantastic catch out of that route last year. Can't remember what game it was, but it was just one of these, like the, he had to make a great um, correction in midair to, to find the football and come down with it. And it was just a fantastic, fantastic catch. So Marvin Mims, I mean, he led the Sooners in receiving last year and receiving yards uh, tied for the team lead in receptions, even though he was second on the team in targets. And so he's a guy that I'm expecting to take another step forward. One of Spencer Rattler's favorite downfield targets. I think he's going to threaten for a thousand, eleven hundred yards. I think he can definitely improve upon that seven touchdowns that he caught last year, or sorry, nine touchdowns that he caught last year. And there's no reason to think that Marvin Mims won't be asserting himself into that elite receiver category. And then you get to talk about Theo Weiss. Theo Weiss, I think, is kind of one of the more under maybe rated or underappreciated. I don't really know how to describe him. We just don't talk about him much, right? He's just a solid guy, like a solid receiver, makes makes all the plays that he needs to make, uh, finished second on the team in receiving yards, tied with Marvin Mims for uh, first in receptions, had four touchdown receptions last year. And other than having four drops, I think he had a really, really good year. You know, he averaged six yards per reception after the catch, which led the Oklahoma Sooners in amongst players that had a, a bunch of targets. And, and I think that's where he wins a lot. You know, he's a guy that he's going to work more in the kind of the short to intermediate part of the field, kind of that five to 15 yard range. And he's going to be able to make plays after the catch. And that's really what you want from him. You know, and we saw him make some great moves after the catch. I believe it was in the Iowa state game, the second Iowa state game uh, where he caught one along the sideline and just made a couple guys miss and, you know, a, a curl route that he turned into a touchdown, you know, on a, it was like a 15 yard touchdown or something like that. Uh, he just has that ability to turn a curl route into a big play. And he tied with Marvin Mims for first in on the team in first down receptions. Um, he had averaged 11.6 yards as depth of target. So there's a stat called a dot average depth of target. He averaged 11.6 yards. Um, he, he's just one of these guys that you can, he's very reliable, I guess, in the passing game is the best way to put him. He's not somebody that you're going to see make a lot of mistakes, even though he did have the four drops. And I don't know if you follow me on Twitter or, or not, but I'm one of these guys that I don't put a ton of stock in drops. I think receivers just have drops sometimes. And, you know, a guy that had 53 targets, if he just dropped four balls, I mean, what what is that in the big scheme of things? In the moment, those drops may seem big, but over the course of a season, over the course of a career, that's not a lot, you know, for, for, I mean, we will allow quarterbacks to throw more interceptions than that and still call them a good quarterback, but a receiver that drops the ball four times, we're like, Oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. Now Lincoln Riley has a point in that there were several touchdowns that were dropped that were huge plays for the Oklahoma Sooners at times during the 2020 season. That's something that they have to cut down on moving forward. Uh, but next we're going to get into a couple more guys on the Sooners wide receiver death chart. Two guys that I think are potentially in line to get a lot of snaps this year. They may not start every game, but we might see them figure into the rotation very, very much. And then we'll talk about a couple of the freshman guys and the under kind of the under the radar player that 
might still have a big impact, even though he's not being talked about near as much on the wide receiver depth chart. Uh, but first, I got to talk to you about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family-owned business serving auto parts customers online for more than 20 years. The prices at Rock Auto are always reliably low, and the same for do-it-yourselfers and the professional mechanic. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can go to rockauto.com and save? So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked on in there, how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And I also want to talk to you about Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the new way to play da- daily fantasy sports. Do you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts. You have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Here comes Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. I know that when I've played daily fantasy sports, I have a hard time with it because, again, you're playing against so many people and there's just so many different variables that go into it. If I could see what the other person was going to do, it would make my decisions a lot easier on the daily fantasy sports level. And you're in total control. Stat hero is DFS the way it was meant to be one-on-one, just like we play in regular fantasy sports. I mean, we're not playing against everybody else in our league in a given week, unless you're playing best ball, you're playing against one person. It's a head to head matchup. And that's why I'm excited about stat hero. So play Stat Hero now and change the odds. So go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free. And right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, stathero.com slash locked. And now let's talk about a couple more wide receivers that are going to figure into the wide receiver rotation in 2021. And that is Jaden Hazelwood, Mike Woods, the Woods brothers so to speak. So Jaden Hazelwood's coming back from the ACL injury he suffered last year, got to play in a couple games for the Oklahoma Sooners, but was really limited in action. I had a, a really big catch against Iowa state when, uh, you know, Spencer Rattler found him kind of in the middle of zone coverage. You saw him come down in the middle of three different cyclones defenders. He's a guy that I'm really excited to watch this year. I think this is going to be the year that he finally puts it all together. He's got the size. He's got the athleticism. He's got the hands. He's got the route running ability. And he's going to be a guy that helps bail Spencer Rattler out of a several 50-50 contested catch situations because he's going to be able to win those contested catches. We've seen that Spencer Rattler is unafraid to throw balls into double, triple coverage at times. And when you have a guy like Jaden Hazelwood, you can just you can literally throw a jump ball to him and he's going to come down with it. And so that's a guy that I'm excited to watch because I really, really feel like he fits Spencer Rattler's style of gunslinging mentality a little bit where, you know, Spencer Rattler is not going to necessarily rely upon his wide receivers to get open, to throw the ball. He's going to throw the ball because he's going to feel like he can fit it into any window against any coverage in any situation. And Jaden Hazelwood's going to be one of those guys that's going to be a big beneficiary of that because he may not create a ton of separation, 
but he's going to be able to win despite coverage because he's so long, he's so athletic, and he's going to be able to go up and get balls. He's going to be a great red zone target for Spencer Rattler, who's going to be able to throw that fade route to the outside, to the corner of the end zone, and, and C.J. and Hazel would come down with it. Uh, if anything, that was one of the kind of the struggles at times in 2020 is, you know, having some more red zone options. It was a lot of Jeremiah Hall, a lot of Austin Stogner until he got hurt. And then obviously the running game was a big factor in the red zone. Uh, or, you know, and then at times Theo Weiss was huge as well. But you need another big-bodied athletic receiver, and that's what Jaden Hazelwood brings to the table. And I, and I don't know if he's going to start. I mean, right now, if you look at projected depth charts, he's slated as the Z wide receiver starting for the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, Theo Weiss and Marvin Mims are the other two starters in the 11 personnel. Uh, but I don't know exactly how this is all going to play out because you've got another really, really good wide receiver in Mike, Mike Woods coming over from Arkansas. You know, Mike Woods had a really big season for the Razorbacks last year, averaged more than 18 and a half yards per reception was just absolutely huge. And then he comes over to the Oklahoma Sooners as a way to just kind of help further his career along because he had a really good season. And if he had come back to Arkansas this year, he probably would have gotten drafted in 2022, but getting a chance to play in Lincoln Riley's offense with Spencer Rattler at quarterback is going to give him an opportunity to even rate, further raise his draft profile where depending on how many targets and how many receptions and what his production looks like in 2021, he could be a guy that could threaten for a top hundred pick in the NFL draft because he's got good downfield field ability, good athleticism, good size, good speed. And he's just able to win in a variety of ways. But most importantly, he's a guy that can win down the field. And you don't have enough guys like that in the NFL that have good hands down the field that are able to beat coverage and uh, create separation downfield. And I think that's why Mike Woods is going to be a really intriguing player to watch and see how the Oklahoma Sooners can divvy up the wide receiver snap counts because you've got four guys that you feel really, really good about. And that's not even talking about the freshman yet. We're talking about a guy like Drake Stoops. But you got four guys that you could slot in at any place in your lineup and feel really good about just right off the bat because you got you know, three guys with a lot of experience and Mims, Wheeze, and Mike Woods. And then you got another guy like Jaden Hazelwood, who's got a little bit less experience, but he's got some, and you like his athletic profile enough that you're going to want to throw him out there. But then you got a guy like Drake Stoops, who, you know, caught 15 passes for the Sooners last year and two touchdowns. He was a guy that showed up big in big time and big moments, catching a lot of first downs and, um, making big plays for Spencer Rattler, especially when, when Rattler had to go into the scramble drill and, and find somebody down the field. There were several times that Drake Stoops was the guy that he relied upon for that. Uh, and so, you know, Stoops isn't going to get as probably get as much as many targets as he did last year, but he's still a guy that you feel pretty good about throwing out there in the slot if you need him to. And so like the Sooners, they've got four or five guys, but the, how they decide to play Jaden Hazelwood and Mike Woods is going to be really fascinating to me. Cause again, I think, I think Mims and Weez are going to be your two starters on the outside, or at least Mims is going to start in the slot. Weez will start on one at one outside wide receiver position. And then you, how they decide to, to divvy up Jaden Hazelwood and Mike Woods snaps will be really, really interesting. And we know that Lincoln Riley likes to rotate guys in, keep them fresh. And so these guys are going to get opportunities. It's just, who's going to emerge as that, um, that primary third wide receiver. That's one of the kind of the fascinating storylines as camp plays out. And, and then as the 2021 season starts to unfold, unfold, it's, it's going to be really fun to watch. I think 
the wide receiver group is just fantastic. And again, we're not, we haven't even talked about two guys that are freshmen that could make impacts for the Oklahoma Sooners in 2021. And we'll talk about them next coming up here on the Locked On Sooners podcast. But first, I've got to talk to you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, all of your UFC, MMA action, and the NFL and NCAA futures bets. You can get in on that right now. You can go and bet on who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl. You can find odds on the college football national champion in 2021 or Spencer Rattler's Heisman trophy odds. You can find all of that over at bet online. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using our promo code locked on that's betonline.ag your online sports book experts. Now we got to get into a couple freshmen that might have an impact for the Oklahoma Sooners. There's actually several freshmen that could have a, impact for the Oklahoma series. You got Jaleel Farouk, you got Cody Jackson and the guy that's really stood out so far in spring ball and in fall camp. And that's Mario Williams. The guy's getting snaps with the first team and he's making plays against the first team defense. That's the guy that's going to be really, really interesting to watch because it doesn't, it doesn't seem like the moment has been too big for him. It doesn't seem like the step up in competition has been much of a challenge. Now you're not hearing as much about Jaleel Farouk and Cody Jackson from fall from spring and fall camp. Now, you know, they talked about Jaleel Farouk a little bit and that, you know, he's a guy that's got a ton of size and is able, is going to physically be able to match everybody in college football. I think Mike Woods was the one that was just saying like, he's a freshman and he's already as big as I am. And that just shocked him about Jaleel Farouk. And so, I mean, you're not seeing kind of the highlights or, or seeing or hearing him making a lot of plays in, in fall camp, but that doesn't mean he won't. And that just could mean that right now it's Mario Williams that has everybody's attention and Jaleel Farouk Farouk needs to come along a little bit more. And that's okay. I mean, not everybody shows up ready to go at the same time, but Mario Williams looks to be the the freshman that is going to potentially make a big impact for the Oklahoma Sooners in 2021. That's if they, you know, decide to burn his redshirt year and let him actually get on the field much. They're so deep at wide receiver that they don't have to play Mario Williams unless they just want to, because they know he's going to be a, a big impact player for them. And if he is, if he's a guy that's going to be able to consistently win when he gets an opportunity to step into the lineup, then there's no reason to not go ahead and use him, right? Like we see college football players, especially the really good ones, they're only playing three years anymore. And if this is a guy that you think, and he thinks is going to be able to, you know, get to the NFL, you know, after his junior season, then there's no real reason to just sit there and wait for him to, to play no reason to redshirt him and then wait till next year. If he's ready to help your team now, then just put him out there now. And I think we've seen that with Lincoln Riley and the Oklahoma Sooners in recent years is they're not afraid to throw freshmen out there. I mean, we saw it with Marvin Mims last year. Some of it was they needed him. And, and obviously he turned out to be their best wide receiver last year, but, and they don't necessarily need Mario Williams this year, but also if he's one of your best, you put him out there. Like if he's one of your best five receivers, which it seems like he is at the moment, and you throw him out there and you don't hesitate. You just put him out there and you let him roll because if he's good enough to earn a spot on your depth chart as the number five receiver behind Weez, Mims, Hazelwood, and Woods, then you put him out there and you just let him rock and roll. You see what he can do. You see what kind of big plays he can make. I mean, we're seeing him in, in practice. He's making big plays. He's been very effective as a red zone threat running that 
that uh that slot fade or that that corner route for the Oklahoma Sooners. And so I wouldn't hesitate to put Mario Williams out there. Uh, right now I'm a little bit more hesitant about Farouk and Cody Jackson, though it wouldn't surprise me to see the Oklahoma Sooners start to work them into the, the lineup as the season goes along. But I think right now your five best wide receivers are Marvin Mims, Theo Wees, Michael Woods, Jaden Hazelwood, and Mario Williams. And those are the five that I would be looking at playing primarily in the 2021 season and then mixing in Drake soups uh, as a slot guy and giving Marvin Mims kind of a bit of a break. Um, and that's your wide receiver preview. It's going to be a great year for the Oklahoma Sooners wide receivers. This is a really, really good group. I said it a couple of weeks ago that I think this might be the best top to bottom group that Lincoln Riley's had uh, in his tenure with the Oklahoma Sooners. And that includes a wide receiver depth chart that had Marquise Brown and and C.D. Lamb on it at one time. The top-tier talent definitely favors that group, but I think the depth of talent might favor this group where you have five legit wide receivers that you can throw into the lineup and feel really, really comfortable with and are going to make big plays for the Oklahoma Sooners. And so that's going to do it for today's episode of the Lockdown Sooners podcast. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the show. If you're new to the show, Thank you so much for subscribing and following along. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Locked On Sooners or on Facebook, Locked On Sooners Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at John Nine Williams and read my work over at the SoonersWire.usatoday.com. Very excited you're here. Very excited for the 2021 college football season. We're going to have a lot of fun here on Locked On Sooners covering this team. I hope it's fun for you and hope it brings you some insight. Um, this, this team is just going to be too, too fun to watch. And hopefully it ends in a championship at the end of it. Uh, but regardless, we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. So again, thank you for, for listening to the show. And until tomorrow, Boomer Sooner. <laughs>